But it also says that the power of God, the glory of God, will begin to show up and shine upon us if we'll arise up and allow God to shine through us. I believe that God is calling not only this church, but every church into the glory realm of God. I'm going into some areas here that some of you may not understand. I'm tried, I've really labored here for the last week or so to try to figure out exactly how the Spirit wants this led tonight. And this afternoon, about 3.30, God finally gave me the order to carry this in. I'm going to tell you something, and you may not believe this, but within just a couple of months, you're not going to be able to understand or recognize living water worship center. Amen. I'm going to say it again. Amen. Within just a couple of months, you're not going to be able to, uh, to recognize Living Water Worship Amen. Center. Amen. The worship team is going to be different. Amen. Amen. I don't mean I'm taking nobody out of it. I'm just saying they're going to be different. Worship is going to be different. Praise is going to be different. Prayer is going to be different. You're going to be different. Worship is going to be different. And those of you that are still on the back row, you're going to start coming to the front. In fact, I'm expecting that to happen tonight. Look at somebody say, I'm expecting something tonight. Praise the Lord. Luke chapter number four. I tell you, I can't half see up here with all this sweat in my eyes, but the Lord will bless me anyhow. Amen. Verse number 18 through 19. I want you to see what Jesus did when he proclaimed his ministry. When he started his ministry. I want you to really see that. Because we need it back in the house of God again. I want you to read it with me out loud tonight as we go forward. Because in this there is a statement of faith. And as you make this statement tonight. You're going to feel the Holy Spirit come upon you. You're going to feel the Holy Spirit start calling you. You're going to feel the Holy Spirit start strengthening you. You're going to feel the Holy Spirit fill you back full of joy. You're going to feel the Holy Spirit show up here tonight. I want you to look at your neighbor tonight and say, don't stop him from showing up. Praise the Lord. Jesus stood in the synagogue when he finally found the scripture that he wanted to read. And he said, read it with me out loud. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Say that again. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Say it again. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Say it like this. Say the Holy Ghost from the Lord is upon me. Look at another one. Say, did you know the Spirit of the Lord is upon me? The Holy Spirit is upon me because he's anointed me. Everybody holler out and say, he's anointed me. Look at your neighbor right beside him and say, he has anointed you. Look at another one and say, he anointed me. Holler it out, everybody in this church, as loud as you can, say, he's anointed this church. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He's anointed you to preach. Look at that one right beside of you and say, you're supposed to be preaching. Find you another one, turn around, look at him, and say, you're supposed to be preaching. Then ask them tonight, say, where's your message at? If I was to call you right now, this minute, are you ready to preach? I said, how many of you are ready to preach if I was to call you right now? 
Read it again. Say, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me. Say it again. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he's anointed me. And he's anointed you to preach the gospel to the poor. Mm, Y'all got to hear this now. And it goes on further and it says, he has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. Look at somebody beside him and say, you've been sent. Find your other. Turn around, Adam. Look at him real good and say, you've been sent. Then find somebody and say, why ain't you went yet? You have been sent to heal the brokenhearted. Mm -hmm. Y'all got me now? He sent me to preach, read it out with me, to preach deliverance to the captives. Everybody holler out and say deliverance. Holler it again and say deliverance. You are called to free the people that are hooked on drugs. You are called to free the people that are hooked on sex. You are called to free the people that are hooked on a religious spirit. You are called to heal somebody by the power of the Holy Ghost that is upon you. Everybody holler out with me tonight and say, the Spirit of the Lord's on me. Now just look up to the Lord, raise your hands right quick and say, Lord, let the Spirit come on me. Right now, you're going to feel the power of God begin to move. Lord, let the Spirit come on me. Let it come upon me. Let it fall upon me. Let it fall upon me. I'm going to yield to the Spirit. Everybody stand up to your feet here today, my gracious. Stand up, raise up your hands and say, Lord, let the Spirit come upon me. Lord, let the Holy Ghost come upon me. Lord, let the power of God come upon me. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has anointed me to preach to the captives. He has anointed me under the power of Almighty God to preach deliverance to the captives. He has brought me forward and brought me in this hour. Raise your hands up. Say, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. The Holy Ghost is upon you. Now, give God a good shout of praise. Raise your voice tonight. Praise him because he's worthy of your praise tonight. Now read it with me again. You're going to start feeling the, 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 the burden relief from you. Say the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and to preach the recovering of the sight of the blind, and set at liberty them that are bruised. Look at somebody say, you got something to do. Find another say, you're supposed to be busy. What are you doing sitting there not busy? Everybody out and say, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. I love all of that, but I love the next verse. Next verse says, He has sent me to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Everybody hold out and say amen. amen. That means He has sent you to preach the year of Jubilee, meaning that you are no longer in debt. You are not in servitude to anything. You have been brought and anointed and sent by God to preach the blessings of the Holy Ghost, not only on people that are listening to you, but to preach it to yourself and to bring the blessing of Abraham out of the heavenly realm down in your life. I wonder tonight how many of you are just going to shout out and say the blessing's mine, the anointing's mine, I got the power, I have the anointing, I can heal people, I can recover the blind, I can go into the hell dens of the world, I can go into the crack houses of the world, and I can set the captives free. Now everybody look up and say, thank you Lord for the Holy Ghost. 
Didn't say good evening, Holy Ghost. Good evening, Holy Ghost. Look at somebody else. Say good evening, Holy Ghost. Welcome the Holy Ghost here tonight. Just welcome him just a minute. I want to take just a second. Give him some praise here tonight. Welcome him here tonight before I preach. Look at somebody and say, he's going to be here tonight. He's going to minister to you tonight. You're not going to leave the way you came. God's got something in store for you because you are anointed. The Spirit of God is on this church. This church is anointed. We're going to deliver some things, and God's going to start it tonight in Wednesday here in April in God's very church tonight we are going to see a change look at somebody and say God is on me look at somebody else say the spirit of the Lord is upon me now give God a good hand clap I want you to sit down how many of you feel better already when you sit down say good evening Holy Ghost talk to him a minute say how you doing today it's good to see you I just want to embrace you. I just want to give you a hug. I've missed you so much. Oh, I just got to feel your glory. I got to feel your power. I got to have you move in me. There's things on the inside of me that I can't handle myself. I got to have you to do it. There's situations and problems and conditions in my life that I don't have the strength in myself to overcome. And I know you're the only one that can bring the answer. And I'm talking to you, Holy Ghost. I need you tonight. I'm sorry if I've offended you in any way. I'm sorry if I've pulled you away from me and pushed you away. I'm here tonight because I need you. I'm here tonight because I need your glory. I'm here tonight because I need your anointing. I'm here tonight because I need your strength. I'm here tonight because you have anointed me. I'm here tonight because I can't go no more in my own strength. I've got to have you. Welcome the Holy Spirit tonight. Just say, Holy Ghost, you're welcome in here tonight. Father, in the name of Jesus, take this reading of your word. Open up the hearts and the souls and the minds of your people. Father, as you are carrying us into a different realm, as you are carrying us into a different area, if you're carrying us into a different arena, you're carrying us into a new era. Father, tonight, Lord God, I want you to see and roll back the windows of heaven in front of everyone that is here tonight. Let them hear the angels as they are singing right now. Father, let them hear the voices in heaven as they are crying, holy, 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 worthy, worthy, worthy is to God, Lord God Almighty. Tonight, Lord God, we invite you into here. We invite you into your service tonight. Come have your way. Do what you want to do. Father, remove all of the obstacles out of our mind. Father, take us out of the man's mind and take us to the miraculous. Father, let us begin to think the way you think. Father, let us move in the way you want us to move. Tonight, when all is said and done, let your word penetrate the deepest heart of every person here tonight. Father, let it minister and give a brand new spirit on the inside. Father, I pray, Lord God, that you'll restore emotions right now. Father, that you'll restore the polluted minds right now. Father, that, Lord, you will begin to touch the conscience of those that are under the sound of my voice and hearing me online. Father, now in the name of Jesus, we cry out to you we've got to have you holy ghost we've got to have you father in this midst we invite you tonight we give you the praise anoint me tonight to bring this the way you want me to and i'll be careful to give you the praise and the glory for it all in jesus name let the church shout out amen, amen. and amen again say the spirit of the lord is on me i got you to praise a little bit i don't know if you feel that or not but eventually you will i've labored on where God wants to carry us. 
God wants us to go into the glory realm. He wants us to move into different dimensions in glory. I mentioned that a little bit Sunday night. I mentioned it a little bit Sunday morning. But I've got a problem. The problem is, in our church, in order for us to get there, I've got to make people realize that what I'm talking about is real. I got to let people understand and know that what I'm saying is not a figment of my imagination. I got to let people see the signs and the wonders of Almighty God. I've got to be able to move in the spirit. But along with that, I can't do it by myself. I've got to have each and every one of you here. You've heard people speak that preachers are anointed. But I got news for you. Every last one of you under the sound of my voice are anointed. You are anointed with the spirit, the Holy Ghost upon you. When you walked into this house tonight, it should have changed the atmosphere. When you raised up your hands in the worship, it should have changed the pew that you sat on. When you come in here and walked into the grocery store today, it should have changed the aisle that you walked down. You've got the Spirit of God on you. And we don't walk on in the power of the anointing like we should. And God is wanting us to begin to move in the river of the living water of His Holy Ghost and begin to operate in His anointing and in His power because we got to move in the anointing to be able to make it to the glory realm. So I've been wondering, Lord, and I've been praying, and I've been saying, Lord, which way do I need to go? I've been fasting. I've been standing up and staying up in the middle of the night while Tina's asleep. And I've been asking the Lord, Lord, what, what have I got to do? What have I got to do to awaken the people that are listening to me every week, that are listening to me every couple of three days? What have I got to do? And God said, go to the end of yourself. So Kip ain't here no more. Kip has died. Time to have his funeral. And I said, Lord, I know where you want to go. I've been there before, and I know what it takes to get there. But, Lord, what have I got to do to be able to carry other people with me? And I began to realize, as I spoke to you on Sunday, that there is three different realms in the spiritual world. There is the faith realm, and there is the realm of the anointing, and then there is the realm of the glory. And we become members of the house of God as we enter into the faith realm. And from the faith realm, as we build up in the faith realm, we move into the anointing realm. And then as we move in the three dimensions in the anointing realm, we come to an end of that and we begin to move into the glory realm. And I began to ask the Lord, I said, Lord, what realm are we in? What is it on, on general uh, speaking, generally, here in the church? What is it that we are in? And God said we're still in faith. So I just want to quickly, before I carry you where the Lord wants me to carry you tonight, I want to talk to you about the dimensions of faith. Everybody remember my definition of faith Sunday morning? The Bible says now faith. Everybody say now faith. Now I want you to understand before I go any further that faith is now. Faith is not in the future. Faith is not in the past. It is right now. Faith is when you reach up into heaven and you grab something now. I just want everybody sitting here today, reach both your hands up as high as you can possibly get them to heaven. Whatever you need from God right now, be it a healing, be it, be it a blessing of finances, be it your children saved, your body touched, whatever it is, I want you to reach up there and I want you to grab them with your hands and I want you to jerk it down to you. I want you to keep right on doing it. Now, don't, don't sit there and do it one more time. I want you to keep right on doing it. Now, as a sign, 
sign right now to the devil that we are progressing from the faith realm and we're going to move a little bit further. We're pulling heaven down to us. We're moving the glory of God down to us. We're moving closer. Grab what you need. If you need a million dollars, grab it right now. It's there. If you need somebody to heal your body, you got to grab it right now. If you need God to minister to your mind, you need to grab it right now. Reach up there and grab it. I want some of y'all just to sit down in your bed at night before you go to sleep. Start reaching up and grabbing things. If you got cancer in your body, you need to reach up and grab it and jerk down the healing. If you got pain in your body right now, you need to reach up there and grab it and pull it down because by faith you receive it now. Everybody holler out and say, receive it now in the name of Jesus. There's three realms of faith the Bible speaks of. One of them is little faith. Little faith is your natural faith. That is the faith that God puts in everybody. Everybody has faith. But we have little faith. We've got a little bit of faith. That is our natural faith. Then the Bible speaks about great faith. And great faith is faith that believes in God. Faith that trusts in his word and trusts in his power. And it presents itself to God to receive what you need. That is great faith. What I just had you do is reach up and grab what you needed. That's great faith. Because the word of God says when you go before the throne room in heaven, go in there boldly and let your needs be made known. And let God know that you know he's got what you got. You need an answer on. And as you reach up and you grab it, you are showing God I'm receiving it. And I'm receiving it right now. That's called great faith. Everybody holler out and say great faith. The third dimension of faith is perfect faith. Everybody say perfect faith. There ain't a whole lot of people got perfect faith. There ain't a whole lot of people progress that far into the faith realm. Perfect faith, to make it very simple for you, is the faith of God himself. It is the faith of Jesus himself. It is not your faith. In the, 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 the scriptures, it tells us that there is a gift of faith. That's what I'm talking about, a gift of faith. It is the faith of God. It's when God believes something for you, when Jesus believes something for you. And Jesus said anytime he knelt on, knelt on his knees and he called out to God up in heaven that God heard everything he had to say and he always answered his prayer. And if Jesus has that type of faith, when you fall in that realm with perfect faith you have God in your life believing for you that what you need is going to manifest itself in the natural realm somebody needs to shout amen like you mean it tonight reach up one more time grab what you need tonight tonight if you need the baptism of the Holy Ghost reach up and grab it right now and jerk it down if you need to be sanctified in the power of Almighty God reach up and grab it right now if you got a gift on the inside of you and you need an anointing reach up and grab it right now you need healing in your lungs you reach up and you grab it right now. You need healing in your stomach. You reach up and grab it. If you need somebody in your family that needs a healing right now, reach up and grab it and pull it down. If you got people in your family that's perverted in their mind and they got some type of perverse sexual devil on them, reach up right now and pull the spirit of power and love and a sound mind out of the heavens down to the earth. You need to start doing that and give God some praise because it's already done. That is called great faith. Amen. So we have little faith, we have great faith, and we have the faith of God, perfect faith. God said as you start out with little faith, he'll progress you till you get a little bit further and you'll wind up with great faith. 
And then from great faith, as you move in that, you'll come to the end of great faith. And after a while, you'll get a hold of something other that you can't believe for. And the Holy Ghost will come in and he will intercede for you. And he'll pick up right up below, down at the bottom where you're at. And he'll pull you up and he'll believe for you. And he'll make sure that what you need in your life, you're going to get. Everybody just holler out and say, God's got me from the top to the bottom to the right to the left. Everywhere it is, he's already got me. And we need to start acting that way because it is the perfect faith of God that is going to carry you from there into the realm of the anointing. How many's already learned something tonight? You glad you came to church? Give God a good hand clap of praise. Amen. Let me tell you a little bit of other things about faith. Faith has eyes to see. Faith ain't blind. You never do anything. Faith never acts on impulse. Faith is always doing something other because it is the eyes of your spirit man. You see something that you don't see in the natural. I see this church filled every time I walk in here, fellas. I see people running around the altar here and jumping up and down, giving God praise. I see people running out the door and running around the church and hollering out and screaming. I see God saving people. I see God taking the drug addicts and the, drug, the drugs out in the town and, and healing them and bringing them out of the, of the situation they're in and delivering him. That is your eyes. You never move in impulse in faith. You always see what you're going to have because you can't get anything unless you see it. Ask your neighbor right beside of you, say, what do you see tonight? What vision do you have in your life that you're still waiting on God to manifest it here in this world? Because right now God said the vision is for an appointed time and it will surely come to pass. I want you to know if you can see it, God will give it to you. If you can see it, you can grab it. When you can grab it, you can pull it down from one realm to the other. And tonight God wants you to strengthen you in your faith so that when you leave from here, the devil's got problems with you. Amen. Faith begins where the will of God is known. Some of y'all might want to write some of this down. Faith transfers the blessing in the spiritual heavens, the blessing that you can see into your spirit. If you can't see it, you ain't going to get it. If you can't see yourself healed, you won't never receive it. If you can't see yourself delivered, you won't never receive it. If you can't see your children saved, it won't never happen. If you can't see this church full, it won't never happen. If you keep your mind on the negative things that's around here and going on in the church, you're always going to be a hindrance to what God is wanting to do because faith only begins to transfer the blessing when you begin to see it in the spiritual dimension and it begins to come down and naturally manifest itself here on this earth. Faith, Aunt Janice, sees solutions and not problems. I want to say that again because we need to hear that. Everybody look at somebody just pop them upside the head and say, you need to hear this. Faith sees solutions and not problems. Because see, it don't matter what is going on. Paul and Silas was out there in the middle of the jail cell, blocked all up, and they were bound all up with chains and everything, and they began to sing praises. I can just picture in my mind Silas looking at Paul and said, what are we going to do? And Paul said, I don't know what we're going to do. He said, but I think what I'm going to do is I'm just going to start praising the Lord. And they began to start praising the Lord. And after a while, the thing that they literally had a problem with, they were fixing to be executed the next day. That was the problem. They got their mind off of the problem, and the solution showed up, and the angel come in there, and and broke the chains and led them, led them out of the prison. You cannot 
to receive what God has given to you if you're concentrating on your problems all the time. Slap that beside me and say, get your mind off of them problems. Every church has got problems. And if you sit there with your mind on the problem, God ain't never going to come in his glory realm. Look at somebody and say, I'm going to see the solution. Faith, Aunt Linda sees the answer and not the question. I want to write that down. The faith sees the answer and not the question. I'm sick and tired of people questioning me all the time. I already know the answer. Let me tell you the answer to COVID. answer to COVID is a heartfelt dedication and a calling out to God himself to come and resurrect and show himself in the middle of the darkness. The answer to the dead church is for the glory of God to enter back into the house again. I ain't got my idea on the problems. I'm wanting to see the solution. I don't want to see the question. I want to see the answer. Look at somebody say, he's got your answer tonight. Faith sees the miracle and not the miss. Look at me. If you look at me pretty good, you'll find a big mess. Tina reminds me all the time how big a mess I am. But let me share with you, I'm a miracle in the making of God. God said I am his workmanship. God said I am the one that he has called by his poem. He goes on further and he says I am his sweet perfume. He tells me that I am the one that can change my world and change your world. He said you are anointed with the power of the Holy Ghost and you are anointed to preach the gospel to the poor. You are anointed to preach deliverance to the captives. You are anointed to open up blinded eyes and you are anointed to preach the liberty of almighty God. God said this is the year of liberty 2021 and we're going to preach it living water. Not only are we going to preach it Susan, we're going to live it. Not only are we going to live it, we're going to worship in it. Not only are we going to worship in it, we're going to shout the glory now. We're going to have the power of God. Is anybody alive here today? Tell somebody say get your mind off the problems. Look at the answer because Jesus is the answer. Amen. I've done preached. I could go home tonight if you took that little bit right there, you can literally take the kingdom of hell and just literally rock it about. Amen. Faith sees what God sees. Don't see what man sees. He sees what God sees. Look around tonight. Alright? Count how many people in here. How many? Do you see the angels in here? I don't know if you do or not. I do. I see them. You might think I'm crazy, but I see them. There's a beautiful one sitting right back down in the corner. He's an angel that comes to this church every service. The Bible tells us that there is an angel that is assigned to every church. There is an angel that has been assigned to Living Water Worship Center. And he is reporting everything that is going on in Living Water Worship Center on a daily basis to Almighty God. And I've had the liberty and the spirit to hear some of the reports that he has given to God. So I know when some of y'all are sitting at your table with a 12-ounce can of beer and you're sitting there with a cup of wine and you're sitting there grumbling and fussing and arguing, I I know when you ain't living right. I know when you ain't got the faith to brag that pull down up in the heavenly realm down here. But see, if I got concentrated on all the problems, I'd throw my hand up and say, you don't deserve to have a pastor. And I'd walk out. But God said, that ain't the answer. The answer is that God has encamped angels all around you. And he's gave you 12 legions of angels apiece. That is 186,000. 
thousand angels and one angel killed over 186,000 today in this hour killed him in one night and if one angel can kill that many men how does 186,000 fit for you amen I want you to look at your neighbor and say you got the power now use that power amen so faith sees what God sees did you know that faith had ears look at somebody say faith got ears Faith hears the word of God. And when it hears the word of God, and the word of God is spirit and in life. Jesus said, let he that have ears to hear, let him hear what the spirit is saying. He said, the words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. If you hear the word of God, you couldn't walk in here like you've been beat down, busted and disgusted and broke all the time. You got to walk in here and see the answer to the problem. Don't you get held into the situation that you're in right now because that ain't your destiny. God God said that's a temporary state. It is not your fate. It is time for God to show up in this house and began to move in you. And you got to get your mind off of everything else. And you got to start hearing the word of God. Sat down beside me and say, open up your ears. Faith hears the word of God. And that is the spirit of life. And faith increases, listen to this, based upon how much of the word you take in. The Bible says faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. If you ain't got great faith, it's because you ain't heard the word of God much. If you want great faith, what you got to do? You got to start hearing the word of God. Some of y'all need to start preaching to yourself. Some of y'all need to sit down and start reading out loud to hear the word of God. Some of y'all hear me preach the word of God, but you never hear the word of God. God said if you want to have great faith, if you want to get to the point where you can have perfect faith, you got to start hearing the word of God. I'm laying a foundation tonight. How many is blessed tonight? How many is glad you already came? You already feel a whole lot better in your spirit. Amen. Faith hears both the spoken rhema word of God, which means instruction. And also hears the logos word of God. And that is the mind of God, the thoughts of God. Faith not only hears the spoken word of God, it hears the mind of God and what the Spirit is wanting to get done. The Spirit ain't even got to talk and you hear it if you're walking in faith. Are y'all with me tonight? Amen. Faith creates doorways of possibilities. Doorways. I want everybody to just look at somebody and say, there's doorways all around you. But faith creates doorways when they ain't no doors. Faith creates doorways when you can't create one yourself. Creates, faith creates doors that only Jesus can open and only Jesus can shut. Some of y'all so worried up about the devil. Some of us so worried up about the devil. If we had faith, we can create doorways to get out of the mess. God is a type of God that he is going to want you to move in perfect faith like Moses did. How many times in the scripture did he show up at the very last moment? He showed up right when everything looked hopelessly. It looked like nothing was going to happen. Here he was out there on the Red Sea. Everything was there Pharaoh coming this way, Beelzebub over here, people ready to kill him, and here was the sea, and God said, all right, it looks dismal, it looks tough, you ain't got your mind on the problem, let's get your mind on the pillar of the cloud and the fire by night, and pay attention to the God that can breathe life into that situation, and as they breathe that breath of life, the, the spirit just opened up the sea, and they went through at the very last 
moment. God will richly and over and over again show up right on time and it'll look to you like he's late, but he'll show up right when it looks like all hell is about to break loose just because he wants to glory out about what he's going to do in your life. Look at somebody here tonight and say there's doorways all around me that I'm going to create some. Faith creates doorways of possibilities. That's why I know revival is possible here in this church. That's why I know my family can come back together. That's why I know that you can shout down the glory of God. I know that we can move in the power of God because God has opened up the doorways. Faith has opened up the doorway. Are y'all glad to be in church tonight? Just shout out and say, praise the Lord. Give him some glory. Faith opens up portals of the invisible realm so that the Spirit of God can manifest. It takes faith for the angels to show up. It takes faith for the Holy Ghost to manifest itself. So faith has ears. But also faith has a voice. Everybody say it's got a voice. I'm going to preach tonight. Do you get this? Amen. If I got to preach to 12 o'clock, I'm going to preach it tonight. Till you get it. Faith has a voice. And that voice speaks with precision. Look at your neighbor and say, it means it don't tell a lie. You see, fear-filled words defeat you. But faith-filled words will prosper you. Listen to this statement. Listen to it very well. You might not believe it, but God is going to prove it to you. Words are the most powerful thing that there is in the universe. Next to God, your words is the most powerful thing that there is in the universe. Why? Because your words contain the capacity of blessing. Your word contains the capacity of cursing. The Bible says there are life and death in the power of the tongue. God wants to give you words that will create now faith and fill you with the total victory that he has already given you and the abundant supply that you need, but you've got to open up your mouth so that you can walk in the total victory and the abundant supply that God has given you. Turn over to Romans chapter number 9. 10, I'm sorry. Verse 8 through 9. I want to show you something about reading and speaking the word. I'm going to tell you a story before we read it. I was in a men's meeting, men's group for a long time. There was a guy that had come to the, ch- to the church and I'd been in that church for about 10 years very young and we all sat around in a circle and as we sat around there in the circle we would always share at the meeting what was going on with us and we'd always thank the Lord for saving us we thank the Lord for sanctifying us for baptizing us in the Holy Ghost and for almost 10 years Thelma this guy I know that he loved the Lord he was very faithful to the church I saw the records. I saw that he came to the church. He never missed a service. He was there on Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. Any function that the church had, he was there. But he always seemed to be lost in some type of way. And there when it became his time in the meeting to speak, he would not speak. And it went on for years, Pastor Sissy. went on for a long time. And finally one night I was beginning to leave and the Lord just spoke to me and said, you need to go ask him why he's so quiet. 
And I went and walked to him and I said, Brother, what is the problem? Why is it that you won't share with any of us? We want to know what's going on with you so we can help you and all that stuff. And he looked at me and he said, Kip, he said, I've been coming to church here now about nine and a half years. He said, and I, I, won't, I believe that God can save me, but I don't feel like I'm saved. I said, brother, have you ever confessed it? What do you mean? I said, have you ever told anybody that God has saved you? No. I said, have you been to the altar? He said, I said, well, you, I know you've been to the altar. I said, how many times have you been to the altar? He said, I can't even count them anymore. He said, I stopped at over 3,000. He said, but I don't feel like that I'm saved. He said, and another thing, I've never cried. He said, another thing, when the Spirit begins to move in the church, I can't feel the Spirit. He said, people can be jumping all around and they can be shouting and running to the altar. He said, I've watched as the Lord moved on people and healed them in the service. And I pray out to God all the time for Him to move on me. And I can't feel nothing from heaven. And I said, brother, your problem is you've never confessed it. You never confess. Well, it's, I don't feel like. I, I don't care what you feel like. Right. You need to confess it. Right. Look at somebody say, it don't matter how you feel. You got to confess it. You might be hurting tonight, but if you confess it the right way, the, fear, the faith of God will believe for you. And he, the next service that we had, I went and I sat beside of them. And they had a little testimony service. And I tapped them on the knee. I said, brother, you need to stand up and thank God for saving you. I don't feel like it. I said, just stand up and ask, tell the congregation that God has saved you. He said, I said, you've asked him over 3,000 times. He's done it. All you got to do is confess that he's done it. They went around, went around. He didn't want to stand up. Finally, I said, Lord, make him stand up. And right at the end of the service, Carol, he stood up and he said, I want to thank God for saving me. And when he said that, their tears started pouring all out of his face. He went to jumping and went to running around. Something released on the inside of him because he confessed that he believed that God had saved him regardless of how he felt. So look at this scripture here right quick. Romans chapter 10, verse 8 through 9. I want you to read it real good. This is the Romans road to salvation. You need to commit this to memory. Amen. I turned one page too far, so let me go back. Verse 8. But what saith it? But what saith it? The word is nigh thee. Look at somebody say, the word is in you. That's what that means. The word is in you. The word is even in your mouth. He goes on and said, and it's in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. Everybody say, the word of faith is in my heart. The word of faith is in my mouth. You see, what the devil wants you to do is speak the words of fear. But God wants you to begin to speak the words of faith. Verse 9 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thy heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be yeah. saved. Yeah. Everybody here tonight, the word is in you. The yeah. word is in your heart and the word of faith is in your mouth. It's time for you to start talking different than the way you've been talking. I don't care if you've had a bad day today. You've had the best day that there is in your life. God is going to show you tonight just how great he is. You need 
need to move in the faith and began to proclaim it. When you proclaim it, it is the living God that's on the inside of you talking. And he said, my word will not return void. I just want you to look at somebody right beside of you. Think about something you want to see in their life and speak it to them right now. And say, you're going to do this in the name of Jesus. Because I'm going to tell you, y'all about to jump up and y'all going to shout like you ain't never shouted before. You're going to sing a song louder than you ever have before. You're going to jump up higher than you've ever jumped before. You're going to radiate the glory of Almighty God in everything that you do because I'm speaking the word of faith right now. Things are happening in the realm right now. The angels is up jumping in now and they're having them a time because living water is moving in the word of faith. Look at somebody else and say you're going to be rich in the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Give God some praise. Amen. Why is it that words are so powerful? Words reveal your intents. And it also reveals your thoughts. And it reveals what you believe. That's why you don't need to label somebody. The words you say shares with everybody what you're thinking. What you say shares with everybody what your intentions are. And what you say is what you believe. You can tell me all day long you love me and say or, or think that you love me. But if you turn around and downgrade me the next time turn around, That's it's right. kind of hard for me to see That's that you right. love me. That's right. Words are powerful. Yes, they are. And when you release the word of faith from your vessel, from your heart, in your mouth, and you speak the word of God, the word of God says it will not return void. It will not return. It will accomplish its purpose like the rain coming down and the snow coming down. And I just want everybody in this house tonight, shout out and say, I'm healed in the name of Jesus Christ. When you receive the faith of God for an issue, your words change. I want to write that down too. That's right. You can tell when somebody ain't got no faith because all they're doing is they're complaining. They talk about all things that are wrong. So here you got it now that when you get a faith word from God and you receive it about an issue, your words change. Somebody tell you, you got a drunk for a boy. You look up and say, I ain't got no drunk for a boy. He's saved by the power of Almighty God. Amen. They say you got a crazy pastor. Say, no, I ain't got a crazy pastor. I got a pastor that knows the word of God. He's going to preach the word of God. He'll ring the power of Almighty God in your heart, and he'll bring the anointing in. You got a sick husband. I ain't got no sick husband. He is moving around. He is as virile as he's ever been. He's as strong as he's ever been. He's going to die with no gray hair in his head. He's going to speak the word of God. When you get the word of faith on an issue, your words change. Your testimony changes. You change. You begin to act different. You begin to move different. Instead of somebody telling you all day long, I'm hurting here, you should look at everybody and say, God's healing me on a daily basis. He's healing me every moment. I don't need you to pray for me to heal me no more. I'm being healed on a daily basis. God's took care of me. I don't need your prayer to pray for me anymore. God's already healed me, and I'm taking care of it, and I'm speaking the word of faith in my life. Amen. And when you start doing that, that starts shifting you from the natural realm to the supernatural realm. Let me give you a little nugget. Another nugget. Faith has flavor. Anybody ever tasted faith? Oh, I know you hadn't, but faith has got flavor. It tastes pretty good. 
You ever tasted faith? I preached 42 minutes, and I ain't even got to where God wants me to go tonight. Faith has got flavor. How many of you love mustard? I love mustard, boy. Now, you know why I love mustard? Because it's got that little bitter, spicy taste to it. I love it. I like, like it better than kale. I like it better than collards. I like it better than turnip. I like mustard. There is a spiciness when it comes to faith. The Bible says the word of God is sweet like honey. I'm going to tell you what, how many people we got here today that, that in the natural, the devil tries to tell you, you a diabetic. Well, let me tell you, in the spiritual, I am. I want the power of Almighty God. I want as much honey that I can give. And the power of God, the Word of God is like honey, and I eat that. Psalm 34 and 8 says that you've got the power of God in you, and the Word of God tastes like honey. It's sweet. So faith has got flavor. I wonder when God, when Jesus said, when I come to the earth, will I find faith? I wonder if he's going to see some people that are seeing things, that are hearing the word, that are moving in the realm of faith. I wonder if he's going to be able to smell the people that have the aroma of faith in their life. God said that you are his poem. And God goes on further and he says, you are the fragrance of the living God. I want you to know how many's ever smelled God. I sure have. And I want to smell him again. Amen. Everybody talks about how good I smell. I don't smell that good. You need to get in the presence of Almighty God. And when you get there, you'll smell the flavor of Almighty God. I, you might think I'm crazy, but I've been there. And I know what it's like. And you're going to get there too. And I'm speaking in the word of faith that is coming. Amen. Faith requires action. You heard that all the time. Why? God's word always prospers you. If it's in you. You are alive. If it's in you, you will prosper. If it's in you, you will not be broke. You will not be busted. And you will not be disgusted. Why? Because the faith of God, not just the word of faith, the faith of God will cause you to move to action. Because God is a God that moves. And he said, I'm never standing still. God is always doing something. He said, I am the same today, yesterday, and forever. I move all the time. I'm going. I'm moving. Don't you move nowhere until I move. But I'm moving all the time. He says, I'm moving. And faith, God's faith, will cause you to move in action. And when you get the faith of God, and God gets behind you, believer, you can't sit there and accept things like they are right now. Amen. You won't be still. When the word becomes alive in you, you can't be still. And Janice, you know what I'm talking about. When God gives you a word, you just literally about to crack at the seams to be able to get somewhere where you can release it. The aliveness of the God inside of you wants you to speak it, wants you to get it out. When the power of God and the word of God's inside of you and it makes you alive, you got to start moving. Yeah. Slap down beside me and say, you need to start moving. Faith reaches out and grabs a hold of what grace has already given you and receives it. Amen. Everybody say this. Say, I got all spiritual blessings in heavenly realms. That means you got every angel that there is up in heaven. You got God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. You got the archangels. You got the living Zoe. You got the living creatures. You got the streets of gold. You got the crystal sea. You got the riches of heaven. You got healing when you need it. You need. You got a the, 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 the power of God when you need it. You need the oil of God. He got it there. If you need an anointing from God, it's there. Everything you need 
is up in heaven in a supermarket waiting for you to go by and reach and grab it. And the good thing about it is you ain't got to pay no bill for it. If you say amen, then why ain't you walking in it? Faith has the power of God. And when you've got that, their faith reaches out. Now, let me share you something that I've learned in my ministry. Faith will only give you a small window to be obedient. Let me explain. It ain't four days. It ain't five days. It ain't a year. It's about one minute. When God speaks, he's wanting immediate obedience. When someone looks at you and says, be made whole, he wants you to be made whole. Immediately. He don't want you to wait no more. When God delivers you and he says, you are delivered, he wants you to be delivered immediately. Faith literally only gives you a small window to receive it. So when you call for the elders of the church to pray for you and you got them praying over you and they're sitting here praying for you and they are calling and speaking the word of God on you and they got to pray over you for two hours to get the healing coming to you, then you are in disobedience. But the minute you stand up here and believe that God's word said, let him that is sick call upon the elders of the church and let them lay their hands upon them and they will be healed in the name of Jesus. When you hear that, if you receive it, you will not have to sit there over many minutes and you'll move. God will move but if you don't move within one minute God will move somewhere else anybody ever been in a church and a spirit and utterance of tongues came and the person that gave the utterance of the tongues was the person that you thought was living the worst of anybody in the whole church you ever been there before have you ever wondered why because when God is ready to do something he might start with Betty over here and say, Betty, I want you to give this church an utterance of tongues. And if Betty said, well, I just don't feel right, then he might move over here to to Sister Sissy. And then he said, I want you to move. She don't know it. Then he goes to Thelma. Then he goes to Linda. Then he goes to Janice. And he comes around. And after a while, because all the self-righteous ones don't feel like it's right yet, they move on one that's just open to yield themselves to the Lord. And all of a sudden, it's the one living the worst life that there is in the whole place. And God said, in the times of refreshing, I blot out the transgression. I can use anybody. If I can use a jackass, I can sure use somebody else. And he'll use the one that's living, the furthest away from him, to show all of his children that all he requires is obedience and not sacrifice. Y'all with me now. Amen. Y'all got me now. Give God a good hand clap of praise. Delayed obedience is not obedience at all. Amen. Let me tell you another thing about faith. Faith receives. Everybody say that with me. Faith receives. And faith receives now. Everybody holler out and say now. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. What did I tell you my definition was? you got to have hope before you have faith. Hope is a desire mixed with expectation. When you mix a desire and expectation, expecting something to happen right now, that's hope. And when you began to move in action, adding that to your desire and your expectation, that's when you got faith. And only to you have action mixed with your desire and your expectation do you have faith. And the Bible says... 
when you create faith, then you are pleasing God and you are in alignment with God. In other words, the heavens are open to you to go into heaven when you want to, come down from heaven when you want to, get out of heaven what you want, move and use what God's got. We got to start creating an expectation on what we want to happen and start acting like it's going to happen. Amen. So faith receives now. I ain't going there tonight. I ain't got time, but you can write down Mark chapter 11, verse 24. That's really good for you to go and look and study on that there. But there's one last thing I want to talk to you about faith. Faith refuses as well. Faith has the power to refuse certain things. Did you know that you can refuse sickness? Everybody's quiet tonight. I said, do you know that you can refuse sickness? Do you know that you can refuse COVID? Do you know that you can refuse any type of poverty? Do you know that you can refuse any type of generational curse? Just because it's got your name on it don't mean it's yours. I don't care what FedEx brings to your house. It ain't yours just because it's got your name on it. You can look at it and you can look at it and you can stamp it with a, a return to sender and say I've been immunized and inoculated by the blood of Jesus Christ and I refuse to receive that sickness right now. I will not give you glory enough to refuse to receive what you have given me in this life. I'm going to receive what God has gave me. God said I've got a God that is a healer. i got a God that is Jehovah Rapha. He is the one that heals me. He is Jehovah Jireh. He fills my need. You ain't got to receive that somebody's coming to get your house. You ain't got to receive somebody's coming to get your car. You ain't got to receive that you're writing a bad check. You can stand up in the power of Almighty God and in the faith of God begin to speak that this is going to happen and money will be created out in the heavenly and it'll fall down from heaven just like rain. I'm telling you, I've had it happen in my life. You better start preaching the word of God to yourself. Amen. Amen. By love. If you don't have love, you cannot have faith. Faith, hope, and charity. But the greatest of these are charity. So when we reach from little faith to great faith to the faith of God, perfect faith, God says that's when you end in the faith realm. And then I began to carry you over into another realm. And that's called the realm of the anointing. Everybody hold on and say the anointing. I've been asking this church, why is it that you sweat like you sweat? It can be 30 degrees in here and you sing. And next thing I know, you're drenched down in sweat. Why is it? It's because the Holy Ghost comes on me. The anointing comes on me and it heats up my body. I've had to come out of my shoes tonight because my feet are burning. Right now, if I took my socks off, you would see how red they are. The power of God shows up, and God begins to shift us from realm to realm. I want somebody to turn to 1 John chapter 5, verse 4. It's got a strong voice. I want you to read it out in a little bit. Because faith will never lead you to a place of defeat or failure. You'll get to the point in faith that you can go as far as you can go in your own faith. And all of a sudden, God says, now i got to translate you from one realm to the other. God is still translating people today. He is moving people from one realm to the other realm. And the Bible Bible tells us that faith releases the power of God for your victory. And when you speak in faith, you have victory being released. How many of you need God to show up in your life tonight? If you need it tonight, shout out and say, show up God right now. 
Because he says, if you will speak it, I'll do it. Who's got First John 5 and 4 that can holler it out right quick? Hold on. Whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. Slap that beside me and say, you overcome the world. You are an overcomer. You are not beat down. You are not broke. You are not disgusted. And you are not at your point where you're sick. You are not at the point where you are living in poverty. You are not oppressed. You are not depressed. You have overcome the world. You are a victor. You are more than a conqueror. Hear me tonight. You got the power to run hell back to hell, and hell can't do nothing with you. It's time for you to quit being scared of a demon. He ain't got no power in your life. You got the power of God in your life. You've already overcome the world. You've already overcome the system of the world. You've overcome the devil. You've overcome the kingdom. You're born of God. Everybody holler out, say, I'm born of God. Holler it out. Read it again. Holler it out real loud. Are y'all hearing me? Amen. He said there that the victory in your life is the word of faith. The one that believes that Jesus is the Son of God and speaking that and confessing that, that you walk in victory. You got the power. You are moving in an anointing. You are moving in a power that hell can't hardly stand. I want you to know the devil don't want you to get this tonight because he don't want you to get up out of your bed and shake hell's foundation. But if you can get this tonight, you better believe that God will begin to do something for you and mighty for you. If you will speak the word of faith, God will move you and you you will walk in victory. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, I just say victory is mine. You got to own that. Reach up and say victory is mine. Oh, the devil didn't like that right then. I felt it in my spirit. Do it again. Say victory is mine. I've defeated the devil. I've run the devil out of this church. He ain't got no place in this church. He ain't got no place in this life. He ain't got no place in your life. He ain't got no place in your bank account. He ain't got no place in your finances. He ain't got no place in your health. He ain't got no place in your life. God said, if you speak the word of faith, the victory is the person that has the word of faith in their life. Glory. Faith releases the power of God for your victory. Y'all need God to fight your battle? Start speaking that he's already won. Every time the devil shows up, say, okay, you said that there, but this is what God said. And if they look at you and say, you ain't saved, you say, you go to the cross of Jesus Christ and you look my Lord and Savior right in his eye and you ask him what he says about me. And when he speaks his testimony about me, you'll get the truth. And I want the devil to know tonight, I'm not going to bow down to his stuff because he, as I speak the word of God, I release the power of God for my victory. Are y'all feeling this tonight? Amen. But let me share with you, that's the beginning point. That's just the beginning. That's just the start. It connects you at this point to a fresh anointing. And that fresh anointing, oh, hear me now. That fresh anointing will destroy every barrier that there is in your life to God's blessing. Are y'all getting me tonight? Now? 
Oh, Lord God said, if you'll move in the victory that I won at the cross. He said, at the cross, I put every demon and every imp from hell and the devil himself to open shame. He said, I took every law that you broke in your life and I nailed it to the cross and I gave it up to God and I carried it up to the throne room in heaven and I spilled my blood on the altar and I paid the debt once and for all. It's paid in full. You ain't got to be revisited on that account anymore. And if you will do that there, he says, I will stand up and I will connect you with a fresh anointing and every barrier that hell tries to put in your life to keep my blessing from coming to you, it will be obliterated by the anointing when you grab a hold of it. God, I feel the power of God. Smile at somebody and say, I got the victory. I'm going to walk into victory. I'm going to act like I got the victory. I'm going to talk like I got the victory. I'm going to shout like I got the victory. I'm going to sing like I got the victory. I'm going to preach like I got the victory. I'm going to read my word like I got the victory. I'm going to pray like I got the victory. I'm going to stand up and I'm going to declare that I got the victory. I'm going to shoot everybody in the eyes and let hell know I will not be denied. I'm going forward. I am a child of the living God. He lives on the inside of me. When you jump on me, you jump on God. You better be careful because God God's got my back. Amen. I feel God here. So God connects you to your fresh anointing. And when he does so, every barrier to hell's got in your life, he destroys it. And the blessing starts coming. Everybody holler out and say, here come the blessing. Oh, here comes the transfer trucks of God. Here comes the airplanes of God. Here come the railroad tracks of God. God is bringing the blessings to living water. God is bringing the blessing to Bladenboro. God is bringing the blessing to Kipnail. God is bringing the blessing to John Hargrove. God is bringing the blessing to Janice Wright. God is bringing the blessing to Susan Shipman. God is bringing the blessing to Thelma Ward. The healing of God's on the way. Deliverance of God is on the way. Freedom from God is on the way. It's time for the church to stand up and receive it in the power. Give us some praise tonight. You're worthy, Lord. You're worthy, Lord. You're worthy, Lord. You obey the Lord. You do what God tells you to do tonight, whatever it is. Because God said, when you began to get connected to the fresh anointing, He said, right now, I'll destroy that barrier. I don't care what hell is going to say. If there's a crack attic out there and they got a connection down the road, God said, if you'll start proclaiming the victory that I put in your life, He said, I'll have the law go and raid that house and every other one and shut their business down. Because that's my child and I will not put up with it anymore. Oh, my God, can the church just shout out and say hallelujah? Hallelujah. Trevor, walk over there to that piano. I'm still going to preach. I want you to turn that down. I just want you to play me a good worship chord. Just hold that worship chord there. There is a spiritual journey of faith. You find in Psalm chapter number 23. We've heard it all of our life. The Lord is my shepherd. And I shall not want. When you got God as your shepherd, you ain't never going to be in want. Oh, you ain't never going to have to have the want for anything. You won't never in your life be hungry again for any type of food. You won't never in your life have to beg nobody else for any more money. You can walk in the journey of faith. Faith begins to invite you to go down and walk in the green pastures and lie down in the green pastures. Faith begins to get you to walk 
and set you beside still waters. But in the same middle of all that, faith carries you into your very darkest valley. In the middle of your valley, in the very point of the place of your pressure, in the presence of the greatest enemy that you've ever faced in your life, the anointing, the Bible tells me in Psalm 23, when David hollered out and he said, But thou anointest my head with your oil and you deliver me. My God said, At the very point where the enemy is coming in, the greatest battle you've ever faced in your life, he said, That's when I will pour out my anointing. Smiling at somebody say, I got the victory. Oh, Lord, let me preach this. Is it all right? Can I go forth? Can I go further, Lord? Mm, thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. When you find yourself at the end of yourself, at the end of your strength and the end of your capabilities, that's when you need to start entering into the next realm. Slap down beside me and say, get over there into the next realm. Get over there in the next realm. Find yourself in the next realm. That next realm is the realm of the anointing. Just as grapes need to be crushed in your life to bring about new wine, olives also has to be pressurized to bring about new oil and you got to be crushed so God can bring about some new oil. And at this point, God said, if you'll enter into full submission unto me, that is where you'll find my perfect faith, the faith of God. And that's when you'll start saying, it's not my will, Lord, but it's thine will. And I'm going to surrender to the workings of the Holy Ghost. And I'm going to let the Holy Ghost come upon me. And when the Holy Ghost comes upon me, I'm going to change the world. Smile at somebody say, I'm going to change the world. up to something tonight. God's up to something. Faith will lead you through difficult trials. But you know what? It'll be the anointing that will give you the power to overcome those difficult trials. You can move from the mind of man to the mind of miracles. The anointing is like oil. Oil is used for healing. Oil is used for provision. Oil is used for the favor of God. Oil is used for joy. But faith begins to activate the realm of the superabundant anointing in your life. And God is ready to carry you tonight into the realm of the anointing. Some of you ain't never walked there before. But the anointing, listen to me church, listen to me real good. It is the manifested power of Almighty God. When the anointing shows up, it is the anointing of God. It is the power of the Holy Ghost. It is the power of God in your life. It is time for you to start walking out into the water. Look at your neighbor and say, step out a little bit deeper. Step out a little bit deeper. Step out a little bit deeper. The word anoint means that you're dedicated to the service of God and you have strength to continue. What the anointing is, is God's ability to do through you what you can't do yourself. The Bible says that the power of anointing in 1 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 20 is not just in talk, it's in action. It's time to go moving for it. 
It moves beyond your intellect. You've got to let loose of your natural self and you've got to allow God to come in. God said the more you will lose control of your hands, the more you will lose control of your feet, the more you'll lose control of your voice, the more you lose control of your body. He said, I'll show up in the anointing and the more you cooperate with the Holy Ghost, I will allow the gifts of the Holy Ghost to show up in the church. I will show the gifts of miracle. I will show the gifts of healing. I will show the gifts of speaking in tongues. I will show the gift of interpreting in another language. He said, I'll show the gift of faith. He said, the more you cooperate with the Holy Ghost, the more he'll show up and the more you lose control, the more God will do. Are y'all with me tonight? Amen. The anointing allows the gifts of the Holy Ghost to come to pass. And oftentimes, sissy, when the anointing hits somebody, it changes them. It changes their voice inflection. In First Samuel chapter number 10, verse number 6, Samuel told Saul, he said, you're going to go out there, and when the anointing hits you, it'll change you into a different man. I'm here to tell you tonight, Sister Betty, I am waiting for the Holy Ghost to hit some people in this house and change their people, change the man. Bring me some new men. Bring me some new women. Bring me some new developers. Bring me some more people that are literally hard, literally on fire, heat and fire for the power of Almighty God. Look at somebody and say my power is in the spirit of faith amen so the more you surrender the more anointing you get thank you Holy Ghost I hear you there's three anointings in the spirit there's the priestly anointing there's the prophetic anointing and there's the kingly anointing the priestly anointing is when you got God's ear. And when God has given you his ear, anything you ask from God, you get. It ain't nothing that you do. It ain't nothing that's good about you. It's the anointing. It is Jesus that lives on the inside of you. In fact, it is Jesus that is praying the prayer through you, not you. And God says, I hear you. And when I hear you present a need, he said, I will begin to tell you exactly how to get that need accomplished. And when I tell you, you will be a prophet that hears my voice. And when you hear my voice, you will go back and you will speak the word of faith. And when you speak it, it shall come to pass. Look at somebody and say, speak it tonight. 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 You got excited a while ago when I told you to start telling the devil where he needs to get off. That is the kingly anointing. That's when you stand up and say, it don't matter what you said, devil. It don't matter what you're doing, devil. It don't matter what you've done in my finances. It don't matter what you're up to right now. It don't matter how much people stole from me. I know my God has said he will supply my needs according to all my riches up in glory. I want you to know right now, my God said when you enforce the law and the kingly anointing of God in the power of Almighty God, you are just just moving in a deeper realm with him and it will prepare you to take the position that God has given you and perform the job that he's given you in your life. Because the anointing the anointing is associated with the hand of God. The anointing you've heard the old saints say do you know anybody that knows how to move the hand of God? Let me tell you how you move the hand of God. You give up control to yourself. You s- submit to Him. You give it to Him. 
You say, okay, Lord, I don't care what the congregation says. 30 minutes ain't enough to get what I need to get out of it. If you want to take two hours, use my body and give me the strength for two hours and you use my body. Whatever it takes, whatever it takes, that's what I'll do. I'll submit. So anointed is associated with the hand of God. And it will bring to you the grace from God to carry out what God wants to do for your life. You see, as I begin to close tonight, I can't do what God wants done in this church by myself. I can't do it. I don't have the strength to do it. There's no way in the world that I can get it done. I need anointed believers that will stand up and do it. That will proclaim the gospel. There's three types of anointing. It's the outpouring. It means to pour out, to smear on, and to rub in. The outpouring is the same that Joel spoke about. He said, in the last days, the Spirit of God will come down upon all flesh. They will speak with new tongues. Young men will prophesy. Old men will dream dreams. Handmaidens will begin to have visions. God said, everybody will have the power of God outpoured on them. That's the outpouring. Psalms 90 and 17 says, Whatever you touch under the anointing of God will be blessed. I said, Whatever you touch will be anointed by God and it'll be blessed. That's why Sister Betty was walking around a while ago hitting the walls because she was touching and God said, I'm going to bless these walls. I'm going to bust out these walls. I'm going to show you that there's where we're going to make this place bigger. That's where we're going to bring in the power of Almighty God. God said the anointing of God is about to break loose on the inside of here and God is going to change some stuff. Amen. So the Bible says that he'll pour out the outpouring. Then he says, I want to go on and I want to smear over you. The Bible says the anointing will give you the protection that you need. Hear me now. There's some of you under the sound of my voice right now. In a couple of weeks, you're going to find yourself in a crack house. Don't be scared. Because the anointing of the Lord is on top of you. It's smeared on you. It's rubbed in on you and I'm about finished. He puts the covering over on the inside of you. The anointing covers us with the anointing of Jesus Christ. Sheep back in the old days, they would go out in the middle of the summer and they would put oil all over their head because flies would go into their face and cause an infection and they would run into the rocks and kill themselves. The Bible says that the devil is the Lord of the flies. And God says, when I anoint you, I will come and I will anoint you and smear over you my protection so none of the devil's flies can come into your life. None of the devil's imps can come into your life. The plague might come nigh your dwelling, but it will not enter into your dwelling. Amen. Then you end up in the marinating anointing of God. That's when anything in your life that holds you in bondage is destroyed. first two dimensions of the anointing deals with the power of God on you. The last one deals with it on the inside of you. And as you have it smeared on you and rubbed in you, 
then you become powerful. I feel the power of God in this house right now. God's fixing to do something. The anointing will allow you to swim in the river of God. And when the river flows, you can begin to be enabled by the supernatural power of God. It is the anointing that gives you power and enables you. But where God is wanting to carry this church is into the glory. And the glory disables you. The glory disables you. We're going to talk about that next time. But every head is bowed and every eye is closed. I want you to reach over and grab your neighbor's hand. of you that can speak in another language, I want you to start praying out loud in tongues. Pray out loud like I can hear you. God is about to do something in this house. God is about to do something in this house. Invite the Holy Ghost in here tonight. Invite him in your life tonight. Raise your hands, worship the Lord here tonight. Don't you give up. Don't you give up. You're about to enter into the glory realm. Let loose of your neighbor. You get your mind on God or God's going to take you down. You better pay attention to God tonight. The power of God is coming. The power of God is coming. Feel the power. Feel the power. You already feel it in your vessel. You feel it in your vessel. The Bible says that he's given you a new song to sing a song, to sing a hymn. Begin to sing to him right now. Sing to him. Worship him tonight. Invite him here. Holy Spirit, we invite you in your service tonight. Have your way in this house tonight. Don't let us leave here without feeling your power. Have your way tonight. Have your way tonight. Sister Janice, I want you to come. Sister Betty, I want you to come. stretch your hand this way. Brother John, I want you to come. I want you to stand before these two ladies and get down on your knees with your hands raised up to heaven. Sister Sissy, you stand behind him. You come stand behind him. I don't want you to touch him until I tell you.
and you asked me what I was doing wrong. Spirit says, I heard you. You asked me what it was that you needed to do to change anything. You said, my brother, I know the plans I have for you. My plans that I have for you is that you will prosper. You asked me the other night what it was going to take to get you back to where you used to be. And tonight I am going to give you your answer. I'm going to impart something to you in the spirit as these ladies lay their hands upon you. And you're going to feel that burden remove out of your vessel. You're going to feel the power of God and the strength of God move on the inside of you. And you're going to be a changed individual this night. You will not leave here the way you came. Satan will not have any more power in your life. You will begin to see things open up in the spiritual. You will begin to see the doors of heaven open up for you. And the blessings of God rain down in your vessel. You will begin to see the glory of God move in a powerful way in your life from this day forward. I have seen thy faith. I have seen thy faithfulness. Even when you didn't think you were faithful. I heard you and I heard your cries I feel your pain I know what you're going through and I have seen you and I have not left you and I have not forsaken you I have been with you each and every way and each and every day and I will tell you this day I am going to raise up on the inside of you a power that you have never seen before and I am going to use you in my last day third day church and I'm going to use you in a power in a way that you have never been used before and people are going to look at you and say that has to be the Holy Ghost of upon him for I will baptize you from the top of your head to the sole of your feet in the power of the Holy Ghost I will not allow you to fail I am your God you are my child I have seen thy faithfulness I will not move from you I will not leave you and no matter what the devil has tried to tell you and what faith you have in fear tonight I will impart to you the spirit of fear of power and faith and we'll get rid of the spirit of fear in your life saith almighty God somebody in this house give God some hand clap of pray. praise him tonight God is about to do something sister Janice Benny lay your hands upon him pray in the Holy Ghost let the power of God move on him right now to the power of the Holy Ghost there he goes there he goes there he goes let him go let him go let him go when he goes how the spirit of God is doing something on the inside of let the power of God move let him come Andrew come here help us here at the altar here tonight God is going to do something grab your uncle here and hold on to him here right here hold on to him God is going to do something here in this house. Now, come on here, brother. Come on, Andrew. Come on. Come here right quick and help us just a little bit to the power of the Holy Ghost. God is going to do something in this house tonight. God is doing it right now. He said, I'm speaking to you right now in the power of God. Somebody in this house, give him some praise in the house for what he's going to do here in the church tonight. I'm just watching the Spirit of God. Thelma. Sister Thelma, come here just a moment. Stretch your hand this way, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, Father, the faith that you have given your children, Father, I put it in his heart right now in the name of Jesus. I come and I lay my hand upon him, and when I do, Lord God, he's going to feel the electricity of Almighty God as it flows from the top of his head to the sole of his feet. This night is the night that things are going to turn around in this life. 
This is tonight that victory is coming. His word of faith will begin to show itself and the devil will be obliterated in this life. Right now through the power of the Holy Ghost. Now in the glory of all my There go. There's the power. In the power of God. Through the power of God. Let it move in the glory of the Holy Ghost. Now one more time in the power of God. In the glory of God. There it is. In the glory of God. In the glory of God. In the glory of God. Stand up again. Stand up again. Stand him up. Bring him up. Bring him up here. That's all right. Let him. Bring him up. Bring him up here. Hold, hold him up. Fire. In the name of the Holy Ghost. Heal that heart in the name of Jesus. Now in the power of the Holy Ghost. Boom. In the glory of God. There it is. There's the power of God. You feel that glory. Tina, Lord. come stand right here. Susan, come stand right here. I'm just following the leadership of the Lord. Thelma grabs Tina's hand. Betty walk over and grab Carol's hand. Get your mind on the Lord. Don't you be sitting there talking. You get your mind on the Lord right now. Grab the hand. First boy. My father. Father, that 
the word of faith will come alive in the spirit. And I'll give you the praise for it all in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Jesus name. Sister, Sister Janice, lay your hand on the table right quick. Pray for her right quick in the power of God. When God takes you down in your flesh, He's doing something in your spirit that you can't
My child, I speak unto you this night. You have doubted even in this hour that I am here. I will say to you that there has been a secret that you have kept for many years from the eyes and the ears of others. I have heard you in the middle of the night. I have heard you cry out unto me in the wee hours of the morning for your loved one. I've heard you scream in agony and pain for the love that you have for him. He's strong in the flesh. A spirit of bondage has grabbed a hold of him at a young age. However, he was called at a very young age as well. And the enemy has robbed him of his joy and you of the destiny that I have laid upon your life. I speak unto you this night and tell you I have heard you and I say unto you this hour that the bowl in heaven has filled to capacity. I have heard thy prayers and each prayer that you have prayed have filled that bowl to capacity. And I tell you this hour, my daughter, I speak to you this hour right now that I have released the angel to go and tip that bowl over so that your prayers will fall through the realms of heaven and find itself in that bedroom and begin to change that person right before your eyes and it will come to pass, thus saith Almighty God, that he will sit with you in church and he will give the glory of God a realm in his life and he will begin to be used by the power of God with him and God will use you and anoint him in a mighty way and I will show this world that a quiet one can be a rambunctious one because I called him when he was early and I'm going to change the man that you have prayed about and I will show you that I am your God thus saith almighty God and if that's you tonight you need to receive that everyone just reach up in heaven if that's you grab
grab it and pull it out.
can see those coming in. Oh, God, and I can see Sydney. Oh, God, and you know that generation of curses trying to lock on to us. Pastor Kim, the courts of heaven, we've carried it there, and we're going to see manifestation yet of people in our families, not just my family, all of our families. We're going to see the glory. We're going to see the manifestation of total healing and deliverance by the power of the Holy Spirit. And I thank God. I thank God for each one of you. I know it's late and I don't want to keep it cool. But I'm telling you, God's moving. And He's moving more. And He's a mind. And the Spirit of the Lord is saying, Go, Jesus, go. Go, Pastor Kim, go. Go, baby, go.
Now the atmosphere is changing. Father, this is going to be known as the house of the glory. Father, we call upon you now. Lead God into us, bring us back in love and in unity once again. Father, as those that are given tonight in the offering, Lord, as we leave, I pray, Lord, that you restore to them hundredfold quickly. And I'll give you the praise as you give us the wisdom for it all in Jesus' name. Be glad you came to church tonight. Give God a good hand.